Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another official episode of the Official Gears Podcast, uh, episode 74. We are talking about uh, fun changes and things going on around Walt Disney World in the series. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Hollywood Studios. So we're going to just jump right in. How's it going today, Brian? I'm pretty good. I um, got a busy day ahead of me, but that's okay. Um, lots of good things going on. Um, I need to take a few moments and catch up on the third episode of Hawkeye. Have you been watching that? I saw the first episode so far and we haven't gotten past that yet. So it was it's, kind of been busy too, but yeah, yeah. I, I was it's, it's interested good. in where it was going. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, lots of, there's not as much, uh, backstory to it as, um, I thought there might be with, you know, and with some of the other things that they've been doing, but they've been kind of filling you in as you go. So it's, it's been pretty nice to, to kind of see, but, uh, definitely interested to see where this goes. Um, the villain so far that I've seen doesn't do a whole lot for me. So kind of, <laughs> kind of waiting to kind of see how, how quickly it escalates. Um, cause we know they only do about seven or eight of these episodes in one season. Um, so yeah, it should, should it should move up pretty fast. I, I was impressed with the first episode. We were like, okay, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So um, we just haven't had a chance. But it's one of those like we watched together and we haven't been together a whole lot lately. So yeah, yeah waiting on the fat. Can't wait for the fat. I know. No. I know. Well, and um, Obi-Wan, do we have a date for Obi-Wan yet either? I don't think. Uh, we which one's coming out in December? Is it the fat or Obi-Wan? One of them's coming in December. I thought it was Boba Fett. That's what I thought. So uh, I don't think we have a date for either one of them yet, but um, I don't know. Looking forward to both of them. And then the Mandalorian, just kind of looking forward to that that one coming back as well. Um, I don't know. They're, they're doing a really good job with these miniseries. I'm, I'm really loving them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, really excited about them. Yeah. So, well, Alan, as you mentioned, we are continuing our uh, series discussing all the different changes that have happened or are happening or will be happening around the Walt Disney World Resort. Last week, we talked about uh, the changes to Animal Kingdom. So if you guys haven't been to Animal Kingdom in a little while or you have a trip planned uh, in the near future, uh, go and check that one out. We talked about the kite tails um, and then some of the other things that have come in um, the Big Blue show that's coming to uh, Finding Nemo, the, the pavilion over there. Um, so that one's kind of exciting. A uh, lot, not a whole lot of changes there. And again, with Hollywood Studios, not a whole lot of changes going on now uh, because they did do a huge update to their park uh, within the last two or three years. So um, we're gonna we're just gonna jump in it. We're gonna be talking Hollywood Studios. We're gonna talk about what's missing, what's new, and then what's coming. Um, not too much coming because, like I said, they've done so many different things to the park. But uh, if you haven't been in several years, there's lots of things that you're missing out on. And we definitely recommend uh, Hollywood Studios. It is one of our favorite parks um, for, for many different reasons, especially if you're a Star Wars fan or a Toy Story fan. It's definitely one you have to get to. Uh, you also need to make sure that it is a priority number one on your park reservations because that is on busy times it is a hard one to get so uh we want to throw that disclaimer out there make sure you get a park reservation for that even if you're not going for 10 months go ahead and put all your days at hollywood studio just you make sure that you you get a hollywood studio day because if not you're gonna be (laughs) you're gonna be kind of upset so uh but yeah um i don't know let's just kind of jump right into what um Currently, the, the biggest thing that I feel like is missing from Hollywood Studios, I think, Alan, is um, the street performers. That, 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 I think, is my number one because they do such a good job. The whole 
basis of Hollywood Studios for the original park was to make you feel like you were in Hollywood walking around backstage. And these street performers really, really did that for you, especially on Sunset Boulevard. But uh, that is my number one thing that I miss out there. Uh, I know you love the street performers and there's so many different ones, but it's like they're out there just kind of shooting a short movie or a movie clip and uh, you get to be part of the action at times. So um, I can't wait. I know they're slowly bringing some of them back, but they're not fully back yet. Yeah, I, they were always fun. Um, the the you, whatever call them, the uh, Hollywood movie actors and things that were there. There was there was a director. There's been actors. Mm-hmm. There's been um, uh, several different characters, a police officer and things. I think it's it's always been really good. Um, and I do miss them. They they brought a great life to um, Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset Boulevard, which mm-hmm. was nice. But I always had like so. a little skit. Um... Oh, yeah. And then, and then even up just the main the main road there, um, you always had somebody back in like the nineteen forties, thirties attires, uh, mm-hmm. just kind of joking around with you, just walking around, you know, saying good morning or whatever. So uh, it was just really cool to see, and I can't wait for them to bring it all back. Yep, and we actually had um, somebody who used to do that at a couple of our conferences. That was really great. Mm-hmm. So uh, yep. miss seeing him around the parks. Hopefully, he gets back there soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not on our list of one that's missing, but I'm going to bring it up anyway, just because you hate it. And I kind of liked it. Oh, I did forget uh, it. I was going to put it on there and I completely <laughs> forgot it. I'm sorry. Uh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid. It's still not back. So I, I think it's crazy that we can bring back Beauty and the Beast, but not Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Maybe because this is an indoor theater with performers. Um, it, you know. I don't know, but the performers could wear masks uh, and yeah. most of the time you wouldn't know either because they're all in, you know, black attire wearing puppetry or doing puppetry most of the time. But I don't think it's a bad show. Um, I thought it was kind of fun. Um, I would like to see it come back. But yeah, Voyage of the Mermaid is still not there. It's a unique performance for sure. Um, and it maybe, yeah, you're right. Maybe it's because it's in, it is indoors, but um, they have other indoor shows that they do, um, but they're a little more spaced out, like um, Festival of the Lion King, the Frozen Ever After Sing Along, mm-hmm. um, the Disney Junior Dance Party. So they've got a lot of those kind of shows uh, back. Yeah, Voyage of Mermaid is a smaller theater. Yeah. You know, the way people are kind of crammed in. So, yeah. And there, there's a relatively large cast up there that people don't realize, too. So, yeah. It has to be with okay. Ursula. I mean, she's a monster in herself. Like, you know, no pun intended, but. Um, <laughs> Ursula has like three performers to yeah. make her work. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's three performers in Ursula, um, yeah. alone. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, there's another live action show though, that is not there at the moment mm-hmm. that we, well, there's a couple of them that aren't there at the moment that we desperately miss. Um, we do have dates, tentative dates for, um, both of them coming back, but I, I don't know, like we haven't got a whole lot of information on either one of them when they're supposed to come back. So, I'm interested to see if they do. Uh, one is Fantasmic, which I know you love. Yes, Fantasmic's a great show. Um, so they've said early 2022. That's all we know. Mm, yeah. So good news is it's coming back. Um, they did say there'll be a new sequence to it. So uh, I don't think we know what sequence that is, but they're adding a new sequence to it and it's coming back uh, early 2022. So, you know, that's always a great thing. Yeah. I can't wait to see Fantasmic back. Yeah. It's a huge outdoor theater. Um it has a pretty big cast, but it's a huge outdoor, excuse me, outdoor theater. So um, 
I'm I'm surprised that's taken as long as it has to bring back. Well, I think part of it is they decided to add that new scene, and so they had to kind of drain the water, um, redesign the track, and everything for the boat. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it know. has gone under an extensive refurbishment while it's yeah. been down. So. That's yeah. good too. But I was wondering why it was taking so long and you started bringing all these other nighttime shows and Beauty and the Beast and all these other things back. Mm-hmm. And then we got the news that they were adding the the new sequence. So um, that that must have been it. I wonder if that was kind of like a last minute thing. It's like, hey, we have nothing to do over here. Let's 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 add something new to the show. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's very possible. So. So, but good to see that's coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have one other one that is actually due back um, in just about two weeks. Uh, Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular is coming back. It's due to reopen on December 19th. Um, another huge theater. So uh, that will really, I think that will really help with some of the lines and the wait yeah. times at the studios. Just because so many people go to see that. It's it's such a big stadium. Mm-hmm. So many people can go in. Uh, it'll help with some of the lines because people will be over there. Um, but yeah, I, I can't wait to see Indy come back as well. Yeah, I I love the Indiana Jones stunt show. If it's just me and like, so when you and I go and things, I don't have to do it every time because you know, I've, I've seen it. It's the same show, but it is still really cool. Especially if you take somebody who has never seen it before. So it always surprises mm-hmm. me when I go that, the, that stadium is still completely full and they, they yeah. turn people away. So, um, I mean, it's still a really popular show. I really wish they would bring the ride to Walt Disney world. Um, I don't know if they'll ever yeah. do that or not, but that that would be really cool if they put it in Animal Kingdom somewhere. But um, that it is a really cool show, especially if you've never seen it. It kind of walks you through um, how they do the stunts, um, walks you through some of the scenes that you see in the movies. Uh, and it's just a really cool way that they do it. Uh, like I said, it, it takes you back to what the park was originally designed for, showing you how some yeah. of the movie magic yeah. is created. Yeah, it's just a really great show overall. I mean, the show really hasn't changed much over the years. Um, but when it's a great show, you don't really have mm-hmm. to. Yep. So, And then the people, the popular. actors, if you when you get up close to some of them, they look very, very similar to the actors mm-hmm. in the movie. Uh, in, yeah. Indiana Jones, not so much, but all the other supporting ones, you just kind of look at them and you're like, man, that, that, is that the one from the movie? Um, yeah. They're pretty There's close. There's a couple of indies that were pretty close. Mm-hmm. A couple yes. of them. Yeah. yeah. Marion look always looks pretty good, but I think yeah. the wig helps, but yeah, she always looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the one other thing that's still missing that we're aware of at Hollywood studios yeah. uh, is the is launch it, bay. Yeah. I, I, I really not sure what to think of this one. Um, now that they have galaxy's edge, do they need the launch bay or if they open launch bay up, is it going to feel weird that it's not in galaxy's edge? I mean, we always kind of thought, Star Tours was kind of out of place now that they put Galaxy's Edge in there. Um, but Launch Bay is all the way across the park. Mm-hmm. I love Launch Bay well, when it was open, though. Yeah, it's a cool area to walk around. If you haven't been in there yet, it's um, got some like replicas of uh, props from the movies, um, You know, all the different kinds of helmets you can see, lightsabers from different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, there are character meet and greets in there, typically where you can either meet um, Vader or Kylo Ren or Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Um, BB eight, you can meet BB eight in there. Um, that's always kind of a cool one. Um, but it's just, it's a cool area to kind of roam around. There's uh, a little theater in there. You can go through that gives you some of the highlights of things of the storylines that 
um, I don't know. It's if you're a Star Wars fan, it's it's a cool place to go and check out. Um, you know, my brother and I really enjoyed walking around and checking it out and taking pictures of everything. So, yeah, I, I mean, I really loved it. Um, it just feels out of place to me to begin with. But um, you walk in, it kind of feels like what Galaxy Edge, you know, 1.0. Now we've got Galaxy's Edge 2.0. Um, but I mean, you're right. I mean, yeah. you know, you walk in and there's, you know, there were Jawas walking around that you used to be able to trade with, which was really cool. Um, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, I would say go do it when it opens back up because you do get to see the movie props. You see the helmets, you see the lightsabers, um, you see some of the uh, miniature models of the ships that are on the movies, um, which they actually used in some of the scenes. Um Chewbacca is one of the greatest character meets that you can do. So is BB-8. Mm-hmm. And then if you've got a little bit of dark side to you, um, you get to see either Darth Vader or Kylo Ren. Most of the time it is Kylo Ren. Uh, which So Launch Bay is still currently closed. However, if you are a Visa, a Disney Visa member, which you and I both are, uh, mm-hmm. you can still go and get your picture with um, either Darth Vader or, or Kylo Ren. It, they may yeah. change it up and throw Chewbacca in there every now and then, but most of the time it is one of the Sith Lords. So that, that's really yeah, cool. Yeah. It's it's definitely a uh, photo op to do um, because Kylo Ren just stares you down. He never he, he does talk to you every now and then. Um, Darth Vader, I don't believe, does talk at all to you. He just kind of... He did, tried, yeah. Did he? Yeah. I was going to say, most of the time, I think he just tries to squeeze your throat um, <laughs> you know, with, with his hand. Not, he doesn't touch the you. Force. But, the force. Uh, the yeah, force, yeah. You, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that is a really cool area, and it's sad that it's not available right now, especially for movie history buffs. Um, but if you've got One Man Dream open, which is very similar, I don't see why you can't have Launch Bay open. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, we'll see what's going on with that. Um, yeah. And that whole area, so it's it's odd because that whole area used to be where you would board the trams in the, mm-hmm. the tram tour when they had it. So um, it's an interesting area back there with some theaters and stuff. So I, I can see once all the changes that we're going to talk about throughout this whole series is finished, them doing some major reconstruction over there of how that whole thing is going yeah. to kind of lay out. But um, Yep, I agree. So, okay. Well, that is what's currently missing at Hollywood Studios. Like I said, there's, you know, there there's not a lot missing. If you're a big time Hollywood Studios fan, you will notice things, those things when you're there because those are some of your favorite things. Um, some of our favorite things for sure. Uh, let's talk about what's new. Uh, we talk about a lot of this stuff already, but let's go into a little bit of detail about some of it. Yeah. So there's some really cool new things going on. Obviously the cavalcades. So we have the character cavalcades out there. Um, I like the studio cavalcade. Mm-hmm. Um, they've they've brought out cars that are kind of wrapped um, to look like or represent some of the characters. Mm-hmm. So you know the characters get to ride in these cars. Uh, um, you know the Buzz Lightyear one especially is pretty cool. I think those are the new Camaros, right? Yeah, Camaro, uh, Camaros. Yep. And um, so it's it's pretty cool to see. There's a Mickey one. Um, there is one that Edna Mode rides in. Then there's that's a, my favorite a Buzz Lightyear one. The Edna Mode gray one. Her attitude. It just fits the car and she's driving like riding around that thing. Like she is a Disney princess. Yeah. And I just think it's, it fits her personality so well. It's, it's so cool, but you're right. The Buzz Lightyear one is really cool as well. It's great. Great uh, design on them. So mm-hmm. those are pretty cool. 
always yeah. cool to see. I have, and I get to see Sully. I love to have Sully out there walking and Which, waving at you. He he's kind of disappeared. I mean, he's in the he's in the cavalcades, but you don't get to meet him or Mike very much anymore um, since they took yeah. away their their meet and greet area um, over there by where, where Galaxy's Edge is now in, in Toy Story Land. Um, that well, is they were in co- the one man stream for area a while for a while for a yeah. meet and greet, but I don't think they're in there again. No, they, those characters always kind of rotate. Um, I like the yeah. Buzz Lightyear one. The Incredible Car is is really cool with all the Incredible characters there as well. Um, mm-hmm. Then you've got you Buzz Lightyear, uh, Woody and Jesse make an appearance. So it's it's just a really cool opportunity to see a lot of your, especially the younger generation. They're they've grown up in Pixar. We've grown up in the classic movies. Yep. They've kind of grown up on Pixar. So um, that is where they're going to find a lot of their characters is in those cavalcades. And they, I mean. There are other cars, but the cars go five miles an hour, so uh, yeah. the characters really get to interact and wave, and, and it's it's really cool to see. Um, and, and speaking of characters, we've started to notice a lot of characters back out in some more random uh, character meet locations. We've seen them out in front of the trolley car. Uh, we've seen them... Mm-hmm. Um, I guess one thing we left off that what's currently missing is the big uh, sorcerer's hat <laughs> that's been gone for a few years, but... Um, we're starting to see a lot of. I'm okay with. Yeah, <laughs> we're starting to see a lot of characters around that hub area as well, and mm-hmm. um, there's some random ones that they've taken from some other parks and thrown in here as well. So it's, it's kind of cool to see those, um, but it's always nice to see characters back out. And Hollywood Studios does a really good job of randomizing which ones are out, so you never get a good feel of who's going to be there that day. Yeah, uh, some of the characters from Up have been out there mm-hmm. lately. That's been an interesting one. Uh, I mean the. The big six or super six are out there quite a bit. You'll see um, Donald, Daisy, Chippendale. Um, Pluto and Goofy are doing that kind of traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, at the resorts. Great, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, with the resorts, with the RV. Um, so that's that's kind of a cool one too. But it's just great to see more characters back out. And like you said, some that are unexpected sometimes mm-hmm. are kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um... That's, that's my favorite thing. I, I see the characters and I don't get all excited, but I love seeing the characters because I love seeing the people interact with them. Mm-hmm. I just I think that what makes Disney different than any other theme park is the, the, the interactions of the staff members, mainly the characters with the, the guest. So, yes. Um, Very cool. Well, we definitely have some uh, some exciting entertainment options, which this park was based on entertainment. So we, we definitely have to have some new entertainment options. Uh, Things come out, especially nighttime entertainment, and uh, I'm kind of excited to see these. I have not seen these yet. Um, yeah, so there's a couple there. There's Disney Movie Magic. Uh, these are it's like a projection show uh, on the front of the Chinese Theater, where you'll find Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, they were there before, um, but they kind of they're seasonal. Kind of they come and mm-hmm. go. Um, they're there when it's really busy and the parks open a little later. Um, so I'm glad to see those back you know, with all the other kind of projection things and stuff they've been doing around the parks lately. Um, it's great to have it back. And it's kind of a story, storytelling of um, basically, I don't say movie magic cause that's in the name, but just kind of, you know, behind the scenes, it's not all of our favorite uh, scenes from the movies, like what was used to be over at magic kingdom. It's a little different. Yeah. It's uh there's a lot of star Wars stuff in them to begin mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Um, but they, it's just, it's kind of cool, this big projection show of uh, some of your favorite hits all around um, and projected up on the screen. It's kind of cool. Well, the wall. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great to see that one back. Um, the highlights of Disney Movie Magic. 
um, basically say that uh, it's a 10 minute treat and it has memorable scenes from Indiana Jones and Pirates of the Caribbean and many more to uh, sweep you away and off your feet. All kinds of fun movie magic things going on. Yep. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then there's one right after that. Um, I think that one takes place at like 830, something like that. And then the, the one right after that, Word of Animation, um, kind of takes place, I think, at like nine. So if you stick around for, for 30 minutes, you uh, get a two for one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but again, yeah, I, and that one's more um, animation, Mickey, Minnie mm-hmm. kind of themed, um, you know, mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty, The Incredibles, Coco. Um, so that's been updated too with Coco and stuff in it. So yeah. that's a good one. Which again, I haven't seen either one of them. So I'm excited to see that in January when we go. Uh, another thing that I'm so excited to see, and I know that's kind of silly, is uh, each theme park has a Beacons of Magic. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I guess they're called Nighttime Entertainment. I'm not really sure. But uh, basically what it is, they, they take the, uh, the, the main, um, what am I thinking of? The... Tree alive, tower terror. Ter- yeah, it's tower, oh, yeah. tower terror, tree alive, uh, Cinderella's castle. What is what are the, what are those things called? The park icons. Yes, yeah. the, the park they icons. take the the four main park icons and then they add a little bit of iridescent lighting um, and some other little magic to it that just they shine up. They do this at with tower terror for uh, Christmas time a lot anyway with um, the kind of wrapping of the castle and the the wrapping paper, but. I'm excited to see the beacons of magic to see it all kind of glowed up in that iridescent lighting, uh, add the gold to it with a little bit of glitter and some other stuff. So um, mm-hmm. I'm excited about all the 50th anniversary things and I, I cannot wait to see the beacons of magic on tower of terror. I think that's going to be really, really cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. There's some great projections on it. They've put some um, really interesting detail in some of the windows. You can see people like dancing in the window and, mm. So it, that's going to be pretty cool to see at um, Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Um, personally, I think the um, beacons of light or be- whatever that they've done at Epcot on Spaceship Earth. Yeah. That is an amazing upgrade. Like I couldn't have imagined Spaceship Earth with the lights that it has, but that's it's amazing. I look at it. I'm like, why did it take so long for somebody to think to do that? Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's so good. It's so good. I, I will say yeah. um, with Tower of Terror, though, I think the Beacons of Light looks a lot better because um, I've seen pictures and videos of it. But Tower of Terror, when they wrap it with for Christmas and they do like a Guardians of the Galaxy over in California, I don't like mm-hmm. it so much because there's so many cuts and um, cutouts and um, balconies and different things on the tower itself that you, the lines just don't line up very well. And it is kind of makes it look a little jumbled, but the beacons of light looks a lot different. So I'm, I'm really excited to see that one. Yeah, it's very cool. <clears throat> so um, the other thing that's relatively new over at Hollywood studios is that um, they've gotten rid of the virtual queue for rise of the resistance. So yep. standby line is available now for rise of resistance. This is great because um, no matter who you are, basically if you go to the studios, you're pretty much, as long as it stays operating, you're pretty much guaranteed a chance to experience Rise of the Resistance. Yes. Um, I think that's good. And if it's standby line only, and that's what you want to do again, <clears throat> you actually have the opportunity to do it more than once in a day, yep. which was not available before when they're doing the uh, virtual queue. You, mm-hmm. You're only allowed to um, access Rise of the Resistance once. Yep. So, And this is, we, we've I mean, been begging for this since it opened. Yes. 
give everybody an opportunity to ride this thing. Like we, we've been begging for that. And now you've got the lightning lane as well that you can purchase for mm-hmm. it. Um, so everybody now has a chance to do it and you can skip a little bit of the line. I imagine that lightning lane is still a 30 minute line. Like if, if the standby is two hours, I imagine the lightning lane is at least 30 minutes. So <laughs> I'm not hearing that, but are you not I'm hearing? It's actually, sh- no, I'm, well, I'm, I'm thinking, than that. I'm thinking if you go through the pre-show and everything, I don't know if you get to skip all that with the oh, lightning yeah. lane. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, yeah, everybody now has a chance and I'm so excited about that because it's definitely one that, you know, everybody should do. And if you're a Star Wars fan, we've talked about it before. There's more than one track uh, set up. So if you ride it multiple mm-hmm. times, there's a good chance you're not going to have the same experience twice in one day. Uh, unless you ride it like five times and chances are you will um but yeah it's it's definitely there's a reason why there's such a long wait for it so um yeah it's good that everybody and we've had people who even if you are not a huge star wars fan think this attraction is amazing Mm -hmm. it's a great attraction just just appreciate the technology in it that's what i would say yeah and there's some great storytelling in there when it works appreciate the technology when it works so. Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> Which it hasn't had that that big of a, a problem lately. They seem to have gotten a lot of the kinks worked out. I mean, just like every other ride, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, the Barnstorm or Peter Pan. I mean, they all have minor mm-hmm. setbacks. So you just kind of expect that with some of these rides. They, I mean, with the many people that go through them on a daily basis, they're bound to have a few things hiccup every now and then. Yes, exactly. Well, and people don't realize, too, it's one of the things I, I used to tell people when I worked there. Um, you don't have any clue how many different computers and, and systems are operating some yeah. of these attractions. And I try to tell people, look, you ever have your computer at home do something that's kind of funky? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only way to fix it is to, like, shut it down and restart it. And then that seems to clear everything out. Same thing happens with these attractions sometimes, you know. Yep. All for safety. If anything burps or glitches just enough, it's going to stop. Um, to make sure that it's safe and there's no issues. Um, so yeah, any anything can happen, and there's so many different moving parts and elements that, yeah, something happens every now and then, and yep. sometimes it's just a matter of cycling it down and cycling it back up, just like you do at home. Oftentimes that's enough to fix it, but um, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it's amazing what's going on in some of these attractions. Tower mm-hmm. Terror too is another one that's got. Yeah basically three different ride systems all working together in one to make that attraction work. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a reason that's the only one in the world that is set up the way it is. Yeah. Cost. So, yeah. Cost a lot of money to keep them up, run up and running. So uh, exactly. Uh, I kind of think we might've done this a little bit backwards, but if you haven't been in the last couple of years, we want to kind of let you know what you've been missing. Um, and if you're not sure what this Rise of the Resistance is or what this Galaxy's Edge is, um, basically, like, you're you're missing a lot, <laughs> even if you're not a Star <laughs> Wars fan. Um, so we're going to spend the next couple minutes talking about what, what's, what changes they did make uh, two or three years ago, because there's been a lot uh, happen over at Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. And if you've not been in the last 10, 15 years, you're in for a real treat because it is no longer the park that it used to be. Um, I mean, Gal- even if you haven't been in five years, it's yeah. a completely different park. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Galaxy's Edge itself is its own little theme park. It really, you know, really is. And it's got uh, two attractions over there. It's got uh, two restaurants, um, te- technically. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, and then you've got the Droid Depot. Um, 
you've got Savi's, uh, the, the Sabre build, and then you've got the full-size Millennium Falcon. What else do you need? Like, well, and Ogus <laughs> Cantina. Right? Yeah, yeah. Come on. You, yeah. And the, the milk stand, you can get blue and green milk. Mm-hmm. Anything you can think of that happened in one of the movies is more than likely represented over there, other than the Death Star. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be kind of really interesting to have a giant Death Star hovering overhead, but yeah, yeah, that'd be tough to do. Maybe Space 220 will take you there. So, hey, there you go. <laughs> there you go. But I mean, there, there's a lot over at Galaxy's Edge that, um, you know, we, we've talked about a lot on the podcast. So um, if you guys have been following along, you know what we're talking about. If you guys have been frequently, you definitely know what we've talked about, but or what we're talking about. But I mean, Galaxy's Edge is by far, hands down, Right up there, if not above the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I mean, you are fully immersed in the Star Wars saga. And you're part of the story. Every character you interact to brings you into it. And I mean, you are just surrounded by the Star Wars lore. And it's just like I said, if you're, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, you really appreciate what it is. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, just to see it and experience it is amazing. But there's... In addition to the attractions and the, the food and stuff that's there, which, I mean, the Ronto wraps are one of my favorite things. They're, they're very different um, looking. The food options, it's nothing like yeah. you're going to see anywhere else. But the blue milk is pretty good. Um, green milk is okay. Uh, but the Ronto roosters and some of the other food options you have there, they're, they're really good. Just don't get the fuzzy tauntaun. Ah, you got to get the fuzzy <laughs> tauntaun. You got to try it. You didn't like the foam. but that, that, That's the foam. Good. It was the foam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's also the um, the data pad. So it's it's one of those interactive things you can do through the My Disney Experience on your phone or your iPad um, where you can do a little interactive things throughout the park. So I was doing that with my mom and my brother when we did that trip. There's the three of us. And, you know, they got a real kick out of that. It's funny little puzzle things or whatever you're trying to figure out and do. Um, but they got a kick out of that, too. So it's just there's so many amazing little things you can do um, in Galaxy's Edge. that That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the other new thing that's been over there is Mickey Minnie Runaway Railway. So um, that's a pretty amazing attraction as well. Yep. Uh, the There's ride a... system, the projection system they use to do so many things in there. Um, it, it's a pretty cool attraction. It's, yeah, it is a really cool one. And there's been a lot of backlash uh, when they when they first announced it, because so many people loved um, the behind the, the great movie ride. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, you can't have a Disney World without a Disney, without a Mickey Mouse attraction. So uh, this True. is the, the first ever Mickey and Minnie uh, attraction at, at Walt Disney World. And it's based on the new designs of the, the cartoons that they've got going on, which are supposed to take you back um, back in time. I'm okay with the designs. The, the, the cartoons are growing on me. They're not my favorite. But then again, I sit there and look at it. I'm like, I don't really like any of the cartoon designs anymore for Mickey. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is, you know, it, it is a really good ride. Again, it's very, um, each car that you sit in has a different track. So you get a different experience if you ride it multiple times in different, different seating areas. Um, it's a great place if you're a hidden Mickey fan to go look for hidden Mickeys. Um, it's just a really cool family attraction. This is one that a lot of people can ride. Um, and we, we definitely suggest it. Absolutely. And then there's another one that you really enjoy as well. Yeah, we Blaine grew up being a, a huge Lightning McQueen fan um, and the Cars fan. So uh, we liked when we would go to Hollywood Studios and they had the 
the cars out where he can go and get his pictures with some of the cars from the movies. Uh, we love going over to Art of Animation and walking around out there. Uh, but now they have the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy where you can go into this theater, sit down on a bench, and um, it's a stage show with a full-size Lightning McQueen that interacts with you, and um, he moves, and it's, so it's a huge animatronic. Um, and he, like, he, he will talk, and he will talk about how to train you to be a race car driver. And then you get some of the other characters involved from the movies. Um, you go through a race with Chick Hicks. Um, you have Cruz Ramirez, who kind of teaches you how to new, use the new race simulator that they use in um, the Cars 3 movie. Uh, and then just some of your other favorite characters make an appearance in the, in the show as well. Lightning McQueen is the only actual car outside everybody else is on the screen. It's not a 3D thing, so it is, you know... If, you, if you're one of those that gets the headaches from the 3D glasses, it's not something like that. It is a huge panoramic TV screen. Uh, it's a really cool one for for little kids that love the Cars series. And like I said, Blaine was one of those. So I, I, I enjoy it. We won't do it every time. Um, but it is one of those yeah. that I would say if you have, especially a young boy, go do. Go spend the 15, 20 minutes to go do it. The line is not typically on that. Theater holds quite a bit of uh, people. Uh and, you know, if anything, it's inside and we all know how hot Florida gets. So, uh, yeah. Any, anything for air conditioning. Yeah. It's a great option. Yep. Yeah. It's a great, it's a cute, it's a cute show. Um, I've done it a couple times. It's cute. It's the same show like mm-hmm. any other animatronic show. Um, so I, I agree. It's probably one I wouldn't do every time, but, uh, it was really cute. The kids love it. Um, you know, lightning queen is huge with kids. So, yep. yep. And then there's a really cool table service option that is out in, um, Toy Story Land that a lot of people may not get a chance to experience because it's got weird hours. Um, their, their hours have been better lately about being open. Um, and they've got some really it's, weird menu options. So it's quick service, not yeah. table service. Yeah, it's quick, quick service. service. Yeah. So yeah, Woody's Lunchbox over mm-hmm. in uh, Toy Story Land. So it's cool. It literally looks like a giant lunchbox laying on its side with a thermos holding the lid open as like the roof where you go. Um, but yeah, they have some really interesting snack items over there. There's like a pop tart. There's like uncrustable things over mm-hmm. there. There's like, there's things that, you know, a kid would want. Um, yeah. Or know, it, it, it's, it, it looks like a kid made the menu, you know? <laughs> yes, so, exactly. Uh, there's some interesting items on there, mm-hmm. but everybody seems to really enjoy it. There's it, some really popular items. Over yeah. There. It is one of those. Um, you prefer to mobile order. Um, otherwise you may not get a chance because it is one of those, once the hours are, are, you know, up, then, um, it's very hard to, to get a, uh, anything from there. We've tried several times and we've barely had a, any luck getting anything from, from Morty's lunchbox because we thought we could just walk up and, and know, and you know, the quick service is not always available to everybody. So, uh, yep. But, yeah. There's some cool items. So like, you know, they have a, a barbecue brisket melt. Uh, grilled cheese or smoked turkey sandwich. You can get tachos, which is basically nachos with tater tots. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some interesting specialty beverages they have over there, um, including an ice cream float with Barks root beer. What's, I like a root beer float. What's the thing with peanut butter? They've got something with peanut butter over there that's really weird. Um, there's a couple. Uh, there's the tart. I think there's a tart. There's a chocolate hazelnut um, tart. A raspberry tart, a lemon blueberry. I think the uh, there's a holiday one too. I think the peanut butter one is seasonal. Oh, 
Okay. It might be one of the seasonal items that comes and goes. Okay. Well, so lots of good things yeah, that you. Cool things. Yeah, um, lots of good things that you might have missed if you haven't been to Hollywood Studios in, like Alan said, the last five years um, t- to check out Galaxy's Edge, Toy Story Land. You're going to spend most of your day there for sure if you haven't been. And, and if you have been recently, you know exactly what we're talking about. You know how much we love those areas. Um, mm-hmm. We do have a few things coming to uh, Hollywood Studios that haven't really made a whole lot of news. Um, some we're still waiting on news for. And then one is is really just kind of like an, an extension to an attraction that they're bringing um, that we're all super excited about. And that's the Galactic Star Cruiser entrance. Yes. So Galactic Star Cruiser opens March 1st or begins. Um, for, joy, for, what do you call it? Voyages? Journeys? <laughs> on March 1st. So when you are a guest of the Galactic Star Cruiser, uh, you do have the opportunity for a shore excursion to Batu, uh, one of the islands you can go and check out while you're there, or the planets you can go check out while you're out exploring space. Um, so that's going to be kind of interesting. Um, so this is a shuttle pod that will take you from the Star Cruiser to uh, Galaxy's Edge. So it's going to have its own kind of entrance and exit area. Um, curious to see how that kind of pans out what it looks like um so that's gonna be kind of cool and then uh one other thing that is supposed to be coming to uh hollywood studios in the near future they the construction's already been started so i think it's just been paused because of covid yeah um is we have another table service restaurant that is supposed to be coming which there's a lot of table service restaurants at hollywood studios but mm-hmm. um another one that's supposed to be coming that is coming is coming to toy story land and it will be a um, table service restaurant in Toy Story Land, possibly a, a character mm. meal. Um, so it looks like uh, it's Woody's Roundup. So it looks like kind of like a saloon and restaurant on the outside. Um, and it's right as you go from um, uh, where the entrance is towards um, Pixar Place and where the, the Voyage of the Mermaid is. As you enter Toy Story Land, where you see the giant Woody f- action figure, it's just to the right right there. So... Yeah, looking forward to seeing that um, come to fruition, hopefully in 2022 as well. Yeah, I, I was excited about this one. You know, they put the news out a long time ago that they were going to uh, start this and we were all excited. We thought we would be eating there by now, um, honestly, but no updates. Haven't had any information, like you said, um, except that it's supposed yeah. to be a character meal with your, your favorite Toy Story characters. And we know most of the time it's about four or five. So we're expecting Woody and Buzz, uh, Bo Peep mm-hmm. and Jesse. Um, so, you know, maybe the green army man, we don't know, but, um, we definitely, I would think would be those four for sure. Um, and then I think honestly, it'd be really cool if we had Sid and, um, you know, some others, but I know you're supposed to feel like a toy, so they couldn't really do Sid, but I think it'd be kind of really cool to see a, you know, a Sid character or something like that. Um, yeah, but I mean, that would, that will be exciting when that one comes out because we do have. Um, Mickey and Minnie's, or we have a Hollywood and Vine um, character meal over there, but I think the Toy Story one would would be a really cool one, and it's going to be very popular for people as well. Yeah, so, going to be a popular option. Yeah, so looking forward to that too. Yep. So, again, but not too much coming to Hollywood Studios that we know of at the moment. We do expect once all the other construction updates to be finalized, um, or construction projects to be finalized, then we, you and I, we've talked about that. Maybe they will go back to that one and kind of start doing some other things. Uh, but I don't know. They mm-hmm. seem to be rotating parks. So maybe Animal Kingdom will be next. We definitely know that there's some things over there that could be, a, you know, use some attention. But um, mm-hmm. 
Hollywood Studios, like, it's, it's hard to pick a favorite park, but Hollywood Studios is right up there. I mean, I, I would say it's top, it's tied for my, in my top three. Like I can't choose between Magic Kingdom, Epcot and, and Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have, they all have something amazing to offer, mm-hmm. but Hollywood Studios is great. Yeah. Great park. Speaking of Magic Kingdom, we've got a little bit of Disney news that we want to kind of go over with you guys. Yeah, so uh, at Magic Kingdom, there is another magic shot that has come back um, near the plaza. It's one of the super zooms. So some of these, they like they came, they were there temporarily, and then they left. And so um, the one near the plaza is there and operating now. Mm-hmm. So um, they actually just announced there's a super zoom in all four parks now. So that's really cool. Um, if you haven't done these, they're pretty neat. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the one in Galaxy's Edge is amazing. Um, but now there's one in front of Spaceship Earth. There's one in front of the Magic, uh, in front of the Plaza with the castle in the background of Magic Kingdom. Um, and Animal Kingdoms, where is Animal Kingdoms? I think it's uh, over by Everest, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah, over by Everest. By the, by the monkeys, I believe. Um, and then Hollywood Studios is in Galaxy's cool. Edge. So Yeah. Yeah. But cool, um, the Super Zooms are in all the parks. Mm-hmm. It's a neat shot if you haven't gotten a chance to yeah. do those. And, and just to all the different holiday photo ops that they have now at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, well, all the parks, Magic Kingdom especially, are really cool. There's They've got some where you can hold Pluto in your hand for a magic shot. Um, there's a couple of different characters. There's one where you can point down to a package that are like a Christmas present right next to you. Um, lots of different cool photo ops that they've got going on right now. Um, yeah, some seasonal ones. Mm-hmm. We do have um, an update, or they've, they've put out some pictures of the update for um, the Disney Wish that is being constructed currently in Germany. So um, it's kind of ugly on the outside at the moment, but we know Disney <laughs> will change that. But, um, you know, I don't know how it goes. the process goes about building the ship, um, but it looks like the outside is, is, you know, pretty close to being, I don't want to say close to being finished because this thing's supposed to sail out um, middle of next year. But... Uh, I mean, it looks it looks pretty good from what I've seen so far. I mean, other than the outside being ugly, but we know they'll paint that and get the colors all right and beautiful. But I'm excited. I cannot wait for this ship to come out. Yeah, there's so many great things going on with this one, too. It looks really cool. Um, If you haven't seen any of the construction uh, videos of the ships, it's really cool to see because they're kind of put together in, in like sections or modules. So. I mean, it looks like a big mobile home or something in the beginning where there's giant sections of the ship that are built and then um, kind of stacked together like a big erector set. It's it's cool to see. So um, there's some videos of that out there. Uh, totally worth checking out. Um, but yeah, it's going to going to be an amazing ship. Yep. And two more coming after that. Mm-hmm. That'll be sister ships to it. So going to be amazing to see all the fun things that are coming into those. Yeah, we're so excited about this Disney Wish, but we have no idea what's going to be going on on the other two ships. So, mm, yeah, they're they're so they're supposed to be one ship per year, so uh 2022, 2023 and 2024 uh we're supposed to get one new ship a year. So that's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. A couple other last little bits of information is we had some more um dining options returning to Walt Disney World. So uh, one that I know you and I are both excited about is the storybook dining at Artist Point, which is over at Wilderness Lodge. This one is um, reopening December 16th. Um, reservations became available on December 2nd. So uh, starts the storybook dining at Artist Point is the one where uh, it's all Snow White themed. Mm-hmm. So there's this really cool um, fixed menu that you get to go and check and get. Um, but you also get to see some of the characters that are there. So it's a modified character dining. Um, 
but you will meet Snow White, uh, the Evil Queen, Grumpy, and Dopey. So yep. this was really popular. It was one that was really hard to get um, when it was out before. So I'm looking forward to it. We're going to try and get it in March when we go. Yeah, I, I like this one. Um, Manny, first, so you can meet Snow White at Epcot. And um, I guess actually that's that's pretty much about it. Um, yeah. But uh, the Evil Queen, Dopey, some of the other dwarves and things, it, you don't get to see them other than unless you pay for an after hours event or something. So uh, it's really cool to have them represented somewhere. And so the, the storybook dining at Artist Point, Artist Point is, is a restaurant, with, you know, themed around uh, art um, that's outside on the walls and stuff. The, the paintings that are sitting out there are just, I mean, they're really cool paintings. Um, and the dining itself is, is, is tremendous. So I'm glad that one's back. Like I said, it is one of our favorites. Uh, we do have another one that is at one of our favorite resorts, uh, Port Orleans Riverside. Boat rights will be opening December 14th. Um, so that's, that is always a good meal, especially at a, at a resort. Um, sometimes you don't want to eat in the parks. You want to go back to your resort and rest, um, or your day you're checking in the day you leave, something like that. Uh, you want a good, you get a good meal and uh, boat rights is one of those that is really good food. Quiet. Usually, um, Borderlands Riverside is a fabulous resort. And so it's nice to have boat rights open back up. Absolutely. That's very cool. So I eat there once. It's been a really long time. So uh, I'd like to go back and do that again. Well, we're staying there. So maybe we can make a reservation now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Try and squeeze it in. Yeah. We have a lot of food coming um, <laughs> on that trip in January. So we'll see. We're going to eat our so, way around Disney World. Some of those we may not be able to do, but we'll, we'll see. So, uh, well, guys, thank you for uh, taking the time to listen to all the different changes happening around Hollywood Studios. Again, it is one of our favorite parks. They're all our favorite parks. So just depending on what day you talk to us, this one today is one of our favorite parks because that's what we're talking about. Um, but, you know, join us next week as we continue to talk all the changes around the Walt Disney World Resort. And we are going to be breaking down the changes happening to Epcot. And there are a lot of those. Uh, so the next two episodes are going to be full of wonderful information, Epcot and Magic Kingdom. So you're definitely not going to want to miss those. Uh, and you know the drill, as your mouse experts, we are here to help answer all your Disney and Universal destination questions. We are the guys of years of experience. We're your mouse experts. Um, you know that we're here to help, you know, in any way we can. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share this with anyone who might enjoy, enjoy it as well. We're always looking to grow our audience. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. That is super, super important to us. It kind of helps track our numbers and, and let us know um, how we're doing. So uh, please leave us a comment or send us an email. Um, you know, what changes to Epcot or I'm sorry, what changes to Hollywood Studios uh, are you not a fan of? Which ones are you looking forward to? Uh, let us know. Let us know your thoughts. We'd love hearing from them. And as always, we end every uh, episode with a quote. And Alan, you've got the quote this week, right? I do. So, yeah, this one is uh, the moment you doubt whether you can fly, you cease forever to be able to do it. Yep. So and that is from, from Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Oh. Believe in yourself. Believe in what you can do. As soon as you don't believe, you're never going to be able to do it. That's right. The moment you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. So, uh, Exactly. All right. Well, thank you guys again for listening, and uh, we will catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Don't, Bye-bye. Don't forget to watch Hawkeye. <laughs>